0: Episode 216 is this one. Failed news resolutions are a dime a dozen at this time of year and the feeling of failure often leads to beating ourselves up or engaging in more behaviour that confirms that we are in fact a failure. It's a spiralling rabbit hole of doom. If you'd like to actually set a goal or an intention that remains beyond the first few weeks of January and can change the year that you're going to have then this episode is for you because it has some clear practical guidance on how you can successfully make this year not a repeat of the last 10. Let's get into it. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. What's up, my healthy friends? Welcome back to another episode of Coaching with Maddie. So, uh, in 2023, it's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. So, what I want to talk about today is New Year's resolutions because we all make them or we've all made them before and we've all dismally failed at them, basically. And so, the reason that I want to share a bit of a strategy behind this is because I think goal setting is really important uh, and knowing where you're going Uh, because if we don't know where we're going we're essentially just walking around a forest without a map and just sort of looking around thinking oh everything looks like trees how interesting (laughs) so we want to actually get some clarity on the direction where we want to go Uh, but after doing this for years and years and years you might have already realized from your own life experience that for whatever reason the goal doesn't seem to eventuate or by the end of January, it actually kind of has been totally forgotten about. And so we do not want to be in that situation because how many years are we going to go where that's the case? Uh, And I say that because if we're in a situation where you've been doing that for 10 years, then you might have lived the same year 10 times on repeat with no changes, with no positive movement. And sure, a bit of an attempt in the beginning of the year, that's really great to have a positive intention. But if there's no follow through, then obviously we're in a sticky situation because we're not getting the results or the life or the health that we really want. Um, So, all right, from here where do we go? Basically, what we need to do is first understand why uh, New Year's resolutions fail. So, there's only 9% roughly, the research sort of suggests 9% uh, of uh, New Year's resolutions actually make it to success by the end of the year or at whichever point those uh, New Year's resolutions resolve. Um, But there's a few reasons. So, a lot of uh, the the vast majority of reasons why these New Year's resolutions fail, uh, people lose motivation. So, they're no longer excited. They get really hyped up on January 1 and the first week of January and they've just come off the back of you know, a few weeks of eating terribly, they feel crappy, they've also had a bit of time off work so it fe- life feels a bit more spacious and so it feels possible, so they're in this pl- place where it's like, oh, I could actually fit this into my schedule um, or I could actually do this or you know what, I am going to do this because some of their other priorities are not really happening at the moment so they've got a bit of space, they've got a bit of clarity on, oh I would like this to happen. But we get stuck into the year and people lose motivation because all of the other priorities come back, all of the other noise comes back and all of the other chaos comes back, which takes us to the next reason these fail, being too busy. So many people bite off more than they can chew, and that's why I'm always banging on about one tweak a week, small changes over time. It's not popular, it's not sexy, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't sell like hotcakes with marketing because I'm telling the truth, <laughs> uh, and, and that's what we need to do, which is what this uh, episode today is about, is being realistic about your New Year's resolution. Sure, it's not as exciting to you know, not want to swing for the hills when you, you, know, you step up to the plate, but if we've been swinging for the hills every single year and failing, we have to do things differently. Otherwise, it's just self-sabotage. We're being our own worst enemy. Another reason that uh, these things fall apart is that there's a shift in reasons or priorities, uh, and so we're no longer in that space. And so that's the majority of the reasons that people abandon their New Year's resolution, and they end up as part of the 89% of people that... Abandon ship basically uh, year after year after year to the point that people don't make them anymore because they claim that they don't work. And I would say it's more a problem of the strategy that's being employed behind the goal rather than the goal itself. Okay, so what do we actually need to make a, a New Year's resolution stick? First and foremost, I recommend waiting till February. (laughs) Um, In uh, the Consistency Club, the um, subscription program that I run, uh, we basically have this idea of just January. We want to pretend like January is just another month because it is. And February is usually when life kicks off for everybody. So we want to actually wait until we're in a realistic frame of mind and realistic situation. The other thing is that we want to do is we want to set up accountability. A lot of people start health and wellness programs and health goals without telling anyone because of the fear of embarrassment when they fail again, which is totally understandable. However, without accountability, We're actually not going to get very far because the times that we need help is when shit is falling apart, is when we are failing, is when things are not going well. So, we need a coach. We need a partner in crime. We need somebody to go through this journey with us so that we can actually be sure that we'll get through the difficulty. That's why we need accountability. We don't need accountability when things are easy. And guess what? In January, in the start of January, things feel easy. So, people claim their new year's resolution. It's gonna be easy, it's gonna be fine. February comes, the chaos comes, the noise comes. the kids come, everybody comes. It's just all over the place, right? Um, And so we need accountability. The other thing is about accountability is that we are pack animals. Sure, you've probably achieved loads of things solo in your life, me too, however, we are pack animals and we need a tribe of people that have shared values, a shared vision, and a shared goal. And by that, I mean not somebody that's going to share the excuses that you make in order to be able to be like, you know what, let's just not do it this month, right? You want someone that's really going to hold you accountable that shares the vision for your health. The other thing is it is it needs to be measurable. You need to actually know where you're going. How do you know that you're going to be in a different situation from where you are now to where you are then? And this might simply be, it might be, For some people, using the scales for their body weight. However, for most people, I don't recommend that. It might be a daily thing. And what I mean by that, it might be how many days of the week are you in control of your food choices? Because if you can go to the end of the year and actually go from being out of control seven days a week to in control even two or three days a week, that's a significant portion of the year in the long run that you've been in control. So we need to be able to measure what the goal is. You also wanna be realistic about that goal. If you've never tried to achieve this goal or you've never even gotten close to achieving this goal, you want to be realistic. So whatever you wanna do, halve it. Basically, if you, if you wanna dream big, Halve that dream big. And sure, it's less motivating and it's less exciting, but we're going to be more likely to hit that goal because we're actually being realistic and we're reaching for something that's actually in reach, right? The other thing is, and this is really fundamental to any type of motivation, is that you must- Should be a must. (laughs) A lot of people do health goals and wellness goals and New Year's resolutions because they should. I should lose weight. I should have more money. I should manage my relationships better. I should ring my mom and apologize. I should, 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 should. And we should all over ourselves. Um, And most people are essentially, if you're shooting all over yourself, you're living in somebody else's values. Because if you should do it, says who? Society, your mother, your partner, It's not your thing unless it's a must. So you have to make this be a must in your life. If this is not a must, you're just going to self-sabotage all of the time because it doesn't feel in alignment, it doesn't feel right, and therefore you're going to also beat up on yourself, that savage self-talk is going to come back in because you didn't do what you should have done. I should have done this. I should have done that. I suck. I'm weak. I'm shit. I'm terrible. All of these things creep into your mind and that just perpetuates more problems, right? There's no, there's no goodness that comes out of savage self-talk, uh, especially when it's been on repeat for decades. It it pop, might pop up here and there and be useful, but most people don't use it that way. It Once it pops up, it's there just to stay and to punish and be unhelpful. And it doesn't help us with New Year's resolutions, obviously. <laughs> the other one is that you want to be focused on the journey. So, once you set the goal, once you set the resolution, you want to be focused on the actual journey. What do I mean by that? If the goal is to lose 15 kilograms or 30 pounds, let's say, by the end of the year... That, that doesn't really mean much because it doesn't talk about the behaviors that need to happen every day, the behaviors you need to be accountable to every day that actually produce that outcome. So remember, the goal is just an idea. It's not a strategy. So we need a strategy. We need to focus on the journey. And so for somebody that might want to lose weight, the thing that they actually might need to focus on on a daily, like day-to-day basis is, is I need to eat whole real food each day. That's the thing that I want to tick off my list. At least one meal of the day or at least two meals of the day need to be whole real food. Or it might be a movement goal. And it might be that every single day I need to do some type of movement. That's my daily goal. And you don't think about it as 365 days of goals because that's overwhelming and that's a lot. You live in the present moment in the now today. I'm going to focus on the journey. What is the thing that I need to do each day on repeat be accountable to. So, my accountability buddy or group or team or coach knows what I'm doing, can check in, can touch base. And if it falls apart, I can also reach out and figure out what's going on and what, what I need help with. And also, remember, focus on the journey. And it might be each day or it might be each week or it might be each couple of days. But remember also, you're a human. Give yourself grace. We don't always nail everything all of the time, right? And so you've got to give yourself some leeway without the savage self-talk. You need to give yourself love, affection and grace when things don't go well with the intention because when we, first and foremost, when we actually give ourselves love, atten- affection and grace, it actually makes it possible to get up tomorrow morning and give it another crack. Whereas if we're horrible to ourselves, the idea of wanting to get up and give it another crack tomorrow is painfully offensive <laughs> it's like oh it's such a pain to get up and do this it's a chore it's a punishment and that's not what we, what we want so this is how you need to focus your attention on new year's resolutions if you want to actually be part of the nine percent that research says or shows uh, that actually execute on their new year's resolution and commit to it and stay accountable to it and get the result right so focus on the journey make sure you've got accountability Make sure it's measurable and make sure that it's not somebody else's should and it's your must. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, screenshot it, pop it into your social media story. Uh, And in the meantime, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye